Hello. Welcome. Happy to be you, Thursday, everybody. Raise your hands. Uh, yeah. How are y'all feeling today, huh? I'm feeling. I'm a little tired today, but oh. I'm I'm feeling good. Pep up, hun. How you feeling? <laughs> How you feeling, Nika? I'm feeling pepped up. Oh, that's right. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I, the energy that I need in this room. Okay, pep it up, pep it up, pep it up. Great. Wow. Pep a pig. Pep a pig. Pep it up. Well, without further ado, let's get started. Um, we're your host. I'm Frenchie. I'm Nika. And I'm Wes. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I, I was swallowing I was swallowing a gulp of water as I had to say that. You know, me and Frenchie were on the same page. Had to get a water in. <laughs> right. It's a lot to do a whole hour show with no water. I don't know how people survive this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I love y'all. Oh, my oh, God. Love you, too. <gasps> love you, too. You see how we're starting with love energy? Yeah. That's all what it's about. Friend. April showers, May flowers, right? Mm, so right. we watered with our friends for spring mm-hmm. into friends. We right. did. And now with these May, it's growth. Just growth right. coming. Yeah. Right. You like my metaphors? Love right. it. Thank I love you. it. Thank you. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Well, without further ado, Nika, mm-hmm. what is our word of the day? And yes, she is a bitch. B I C T H. And in that order. Yes, yes. Thank you. So the word of the day is trip. Now, trip has different meanings because, you know, you can trip and fall. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go on a trip. So I have trip to catch the foot against something so as to stumble, to make a mistake or false step, to dance, skip or caper with light quick steps, to walk with light quick steps, to make a journey, to become operative, skip. Okay. Um, so my question for you is, oh, I'm sorry. Skip. Trip. I meant trip. Oh, okay. <laughs> I keep saying skip. Time, I'm like, like why do I keep saying I skip? Shit, we got a whole new word. I'm baby. so sorry. Two I'm words in one. Yeah, I was sitting here like, wow, skip is. No, it's because. It's trip. Trip? I didn't know that. Because <laughs> trip is skip. That's what it was. Uh, yeah. Because it says to dance, skip. Yeah. Okay. okay. My bad. Okay, that's deep. Skip, trip. Oh. All right. <laughs> For my my phone trip. Oh, yeah. So my question was, um, what would you hate to happen right before you go on a trip? <sighs> before before what kind of trip? I feel like you explained kind of like falling and stumbling. So oh, um, like when you're going on like like a trip, a journey somewhere. Oh, OK. Yeah. <laughs> um, what would I hate to happen before I go on a trip? Um, I would hate to check the weather app and see that uh, bad weather is going to be in the place that I'm traveling to. That's Ugh. the thing I hate most. I hate that. That's terrible. Uh, you're like you're planning. You're looking at the uh, you know the weather. You're like, cool. It's going to be like mm-hmm. sunny skies, clear skies, and then like the day before your flight, you check it again, and it's going to mm-hmm. be rain, yeah, cold. Mm-hmm terrible and especially on one of those like big trips whenever yeah. you have plan your itinerary like months in advance you're like yes this is amazing we're gonna go canoeing we're gonna go skiing we're gonna go oh, here we're gonna go here yeah yeah and then you're like oh my gosh everything is fucked because it's raining all weekend we can't yeah. do it I, th- I thought i was gonna get some sunny but you don't schedule a photo shoot for you and the friends <laughs> right. and you're like what are we gonna do we plan on being outside frolicking in the sun it's not sunny where are we going yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be terrible um, I'd hate identity theft. Ooh. Never happened oh my in my God. life. But I just thought that'd be the worst thing 
ever. Oh wow! I would that would be the worst thing ever before a trip. Uh, like, damn! Oh my god! Wouldn't it be terrible? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Now that I'm thinking about that, it would yeah. be so bad. Like you could be like, all right, I'm going. You'd be like, I'm going on this trip tomorrow, and then you'd be like, wait, hold on, my bank account. Some yeah, this is wrong. And you're gonna have to cancel all your cards. Car, and you can, like, and then you gotta. Uh, Get a new ID, everything. <laughs> Dang. Uh, yeah, that would suck. Though. Yeah, so I, I would hate for that to happen before a trip. I mean, I would hate to have, for that to happen in life, but especially before a trip. If I'm yeah. going abroad, be like, damn it. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to cancel. I think like I would have no choice but to cancel. Like, like yeah. I would have no. to. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully you got uh, protection on your on your uh, on your trip. Okay. Oh, yeah. You will not be getting that mm-hmm. money back. Yeah. <laughs> That's no, I'm true. going on my goddamn trip. <laughs> Might be like, Mama, Daddy, can I use your credit card for this trip? I'm sorry, this, everything, everything is tied up right you now. You understand everything, but I'm gonna get you back whenever I get whatever I need to get back. Back, simple <laughs> as that. So yes, I would hate for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would hate to lose something significant, like an ID or a passport or something that I need mm-hmm. or. I've been there. Or something like that. Or I would hate, um, I don't know. Like, if I, like, say it's, like, the like a day, like, before I'm about to leave and I lose, like, my phone charger and I can't get one until I get to my destination. And maybe it's not for, like, a day or two or something. So you just yeah. don't got no phone. Uh, I would hate that. Yeah. <laughs> right you can't use the charges at the airports no more because they will take your identity will, yes that's what they're saying <laughs> they're saying if Just you use said. if you use the charging ports at the airport they taking your shit they're taking your shit Give it up. flying off with it baby <laughs> mm. they are and you know mm. what uh that's happened to me before i've lost my id before a trip like, oh, well, no see. not before i've lost my id while i was on a trip so oh. i was able to get to my destination but i could not get back home oh. whenever yeah, i tell you i was so stressed because <laughs> so when you know when you when you have no form of identification they will not let you on a plane so mm-hmm. i got all the way to syracuse new york mm-hmm. i took a plane and a bus baby but i made it there and i had no id like i lost my id in the airport like I left That's Long terrible. Beach. I left Long Beach with an ID and got to Syracuse without one. I don't uh, know where it happened. Like I got into the Long Beach airport. It must have been as I yikes. was like putting my things back. It must have dropped or something. But I lost my ID in the Long Beach airport after I passed security. Did not uh, notice I didn't have an ID until I got to Syracuse. Yeah. Jeez. But thank God it happened at the beginning of my trip. Yeah. So like I could call my parents and be like, Can you please overnight my passport? So yeah. That I can have some kind of something. Yeah. Thank God I had a passport. Oh, yeah. that too. Thank also, God. Thank some God. people don't have a passport. They just have Thank God I had a passport. Because woo, Jesus. So um, yes. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. It has happened from one to another. I do not recommend. Mm-mm. But nice. I always recommend having two solid forms of identification with whatever. Even if you're not going yeah. nowhere, get a passport. I don't care. Yeah. Get, get one. one. It just helps because then you know where it is and someone can actually get it to you if you really, really, really need, do need it. So. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm. Get you a pee-pee. <laughs> a passport. A pee-pee. <laughs> yes. um, are we ready to get into For the Birds? Let's hey. do it. Let's do it. Yes. Good morning. <laughs> okay, those sound like good morning birds. Good yes. morning, swallows. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Um, so we're going to go ahead and start in, you know, the For the Birds segment. And this is the part of the show where we go to Twitter, see what's happening, what's popping, what's going down, and then we talk about it. Okay. Um, so the first thing that I have, um, you know, the dancing dolls. 
Oh, how could I forget them? We know Dancing Dolls. We know yes. Dancing Dolls, honey. When you hear Dancing Dolls, you're like, performance. Yes. Right? Routine. Dance. Um, yeah. Boom cack. Boom cack. <laughs> right? J-set. Like, you're thinking mm-hmm. all you know, of those things. You know what I'm saying? But um, sometimes, sometimes people like to embody the spirit of a dancing doll when uh-huh. they are out in public mm. at the club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, like, I don't want to shame people mm. who full out dance when you're in the club. Do what you want. Yeah. Express yourself. Express yourself. Be you. Just know that I am looking. <laughs> just, I'm just that I am looking at it, though. I'm looking. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I came across this tweet and it says, I just saw a grown man do full choreo and end it with a backflip between two tables. Oh. In real life. And then they followed it up with a video. Oh, of course. That included the backflip in question. Now, uh, this 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 uh, this person here in the club, this guy. Yes. Really embodied the dancing doll. So he had a whole entire routine. Okay, I see it. Wow. A whole eight count. Mm. Okay, he was hitting boom cat circles. He wow. was. He was. Hit, he was hitting the Chris Brown little spaghetti dances. He was in the mm. pocket, honey. Should I, say, okay. I, I probably shouldn't say Chris Brown right now, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can say whatever you want, I'm honey. Like, I don't know. Should I not mention I don't right think now? it's a... <laughs> I feel like it's what you know. <laughs> say what you want. Say what, <laughs> say what you want. Sheesh. Because it gave me very clear... Someone said Chris Brown dances like a five year old, and I have not been able to get it out of my head since then. When I they say a, they got a routine, they want to show you. I read a tweet. <laughs> yeah, and I, was I, like, I saw that tweet too. First of all, I think Chris Brown's freestyles are very five year old driven, mm-hmm. but I think his dances are he can, very yeah. Cool. yeah yeah. So let's just say that this dancing doll here in this club was given freestyle. Uh, freestyle Chris Brown. Freestyle. Yes. <laughs> okay. He was hitting the whoop wop boot bops. Mm. He was turning. He even uh, elevated. Uh, levitated mm. oh. himself in between two tables to oh. hit like a little peloton bike cycling move okay mm. now i don't know where he picked that one up from i peloton. don't know where he picked that up either that's original wow. and then did a full i mean their shoulder movements yeah mm. he is like crumping oh. right mm. and hits a full-blown backflip in the club mm. now look like i said I'm not shaming people who like to really, really like get their dance on mm-hmm. and like hit the step up. Okay. And it was club. really giving a step up. That's what it was. It yeah. was really giving a step up. Like, or maybe you know, a little bit of honey, even. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Right. You got it was, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mind if that's what you want to do. But I feel like the backflip is where I have to, we have to draw the line right there. Yeah. Dangerous. A line must be drawn. Well, I mean, unless. The only time that's acceptable to do a backflip in the club is if I want to see you backflip. Okay. Okay. Don't be cutting cold nuts. If Raven Simone. If Raven Simone comes on. Yeah. You. And you hear, don't give me those tired eyes. You better backflip. That's your time. That's your time to shine. Now, I've never heard it. I've never heard it in the club. In my 28 years of life, I've never heard it in the club. But Mm-mm. that doesn't say, that's not to say they don't Does play it. doesn't mean that it can't happen. <laughs> it can happen. Yeah. You know, we never know. That, could, never that know. could come on the club airways one of these days. We come to a TBU party one day and we will make sure we play that Oh, you, you guys won't oh, yeah. even be ready. It's going to be sneakers <laughs> and backflips. Oh, Put your baby. sneakers on. Yeah. <laughs> sneakers and backflips. on. Yeah. Going dancing all night long. Wow. Okay, listen, don't play. Uh, I got, listen. 
<laughs> we, can go, we can go forever with this. Don't get us started. But um, yeah, you know, dan- dance as much as you want to dance in the club, but the backflips, I'm sorry. You're putting people in danger. You've got to cut it out. What you know exactly? You putting people in you danger. Putting people in danger. This man literally did a backflip in between two little like table boots with people in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he could have easily kicked one of them. Backflip mm-hmm. to the left or backflip to right. the right, and, and somebody would have been gotten a face full of foot. Mm. Would have knocked them out. Would have knocked them clean all out. the way. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Let me. This was a full. Backflip. This is not no play play backflip. No, no. He was serious. This was serious. No, was serious. We're gonna put the video on our story so y'all can see it. Yeah, we got to. We have, have to, to we got to put the story um put it on our stories. Mm-hmm. I, I still have to put my um the picture of my Dora drawing for y'all too. <sighs> I'll do that as well. <laughs> um but the next thing that I have for the birds is um you're mad because I'm talking about my Dora. No, I support your exploradora. Thank you. I know you do. Because mm-hmm. you are the one who gave me. I the got gift you a shirt with it, it on. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have got myself one as well. Because <laughs> you should have got uh, the one. I you think drew. I probably can go and get this same this same shirt. <laughs> honestly, because I I ordered it, so it should still be there. It probably should, right? Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go get one. I'm gonna get us all one. <laughs> go mash in one day somewhere. I cannot go to Universal with our shirts. Oh on. yeah, that'd oh, be a place. Yep, mm-hmm. let's That's go. the place to go. Okay. Mm. We'll see Mario World or whatever it's called, Nintendo World. What's it called? Yeah, okay, yeah, Mario, Mario, Super World. Mario World. Same thing. <laughs> you know, dun, dun. same thing. Right. <laughs> Got it. Mm-hmm. But uh, the next thing I have for the birds today is, you know, the end of school is, you know, it's basically here, right? People mm-hmm. are graduating, yes, or you know, just being, you know, coming up on being done with school for the summer, mm-hmm. um, which means, you know, like grad picks um you know just school year pictures like all this stuff is yeah. you know is yes. here it's coming out for people to see now um the kids <laughs> i know we say they are not all right mm-hmm. but they are not all right okay so i came across this picture mm. on twitter of a, of a kid and what seems to be, I don't know, this could be middle school, but it's probably high school. Uh, I think it's probably high school. This it is probably, might be middle school. It might be middle, might be middle school. school. It might be middle school. They look, look kind of young. young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the so, kids these days, when you ever you in high school, you look dirty. No, right? for <laughs> real. I was not looking that way. Definitely but, not. Whew, it's something in the chicken. <laughs> something in something the dirty bird, honey. Oh, something. my God. Mm. But, yes, this child took an oh official mm. okay school picture that goes inside of the yearbook mm-hmm. that the parents or you know whoever caretakers pay for to get prints out of them so that they can have them for themselves give them out to a family you know all that kind of stuff it's an important day all that jazz right mm-hmm. all that jazz this child mm-hmm. walked into picture day and took the picture in wow a shiesty mask wow if y'all don't know what the kids are calling a shiesty mask, mm. you know, it's 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 based off of the rapper Pooh Shiesty, who used yeah. to always wear like a ski, ski mask. mask. And they, people started calling it like, you know, a shiesty mm. or a shiesty mask. And so, yeah, this child mm-hmm. in their school photos has on a ski mask 
with the with the graduating gown and the graduating cap on. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is correct. That's unique. This is a mess. Um, if my child brought this home, <laughs> my God, <laughs> who would it be mad at first? The mo- <laughs> my kid or the school for not being like, if you don't take that shit off, it's like. <laughs> Who do I be mad at? Who am I mad at? I don't even know. I'm just I'm mad at everybody. (laughs) I'm mad at everybody. I don't even know what I would be. I don't even think I could be. No, really. I don't even think I. I think if I if I think if my child really came home and gave me that picture, I'd be like, (laughs) I just look at them in their face and be like, you know what, honey, you were really expressing yourself. This is the Um, legacy. This is your legacy. However. This will not be going up in this household, and it will not be distributed to any of the members. Um, Nobody because they let you see it. they let you see the picture before you or put your orders in because it comes yes. it, it comes oh, with a little yeah, packet like that's you get true. it and then you yes, can just see the little it has the watermark on yeah, it and then they're like if you want how many of these you can get that's how many right. you pick your number that you want so I'll see it before I can order any of them mm. I will be like you know what honey if this is how you want to express yourself in the yearbook <laughs> you do that but what we gonna do is we gonna go down to the J C Penney uh-huh. to the Macy uh-huh. the Robinsons this. May wherever we can go. <laughs> Maybe the Robinson. We gonna we gonna go retake <laughs> these pictures <laughs> so that you look nice and sharp and clean in your gown with no shysteen. I'm hiding every shysteen that motherfucker. Okay, won't I'm have, hiding it. Won't have any access because we're gonna go take another picture that'll be developed. You ain't that. ever even been in the snow, now, um, <laughs> right? And that picture will be developed that day. Okay, they take that picture. Boom, boom, boom. Ask you how many you want. Uh huh. Print it. Boom. Done. You can go pick, you pick it up at the end of the day. Okay. I'll have it same day service, okay? So I, I, I wouldn't be mad. I'd just ask why. Right. <laughs> Did you think this and was okay? <laughs> not to ask why, to be like, well, you know, like, I just be like, I just want to know why. That's it. I don't, why I'm not, did you do that? I'm not going to come this? to you. Any, I just want to know why. What was the reason? That's it. I mean, you're in what middle school. What was the reason? Right? The brain not fully developed yet, honey. You probably have a lot of reasons for why you might have done this. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm not putting my good money toward it. No. no. Definitely. You wanna, take some real ones. Yeah. If you want a copy, you go ahead. You put, your allowance, you put your allowance together. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. And you get your own copy. But I'm not going to. Hey. <laughs> but what, what what I won't be doing is putting my pockets toward that. We're gonna go take another picture because mm-hmm. yeah, that's crazy. Definitely, we're not Never. doing that. We're not doing that. No, I also wouldn't have the gall to bring that to my parents. <laughs> no, right? No, Imagine. the kids are bold. I saw someone the other day on Twitter. Oh my god, this girl pepper sprayed her teacher for taking uh, her phone. Yes, I saw that. I was like. Pepper I spray. saw that. I was like, you gotta be shitting me. And you know, like, the thing is, I, you know, I go to schools. I see what's going on in the schools. The kids always have their phones out. I mean, we yeah. have, they, they, have, they have no phone signs, but realistically, they always have their phones out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Teachers do take them. Yeah. You get them back. It's mm-hmm. not like they take them forever. And mm-hmm. then you have to go get your parent to come up there and grab it for you. No, like, the teacher will take them and then you will get them back at the end of the class. Yeah. Right. Usually at the end of the class but or at the end of the day. For you to be upset that your phone got taken in the middle of class when you should have been paying attention. Yeah. And you know you're going to get it back after class. Mm-hmm. But you are so hell bent on someone giving you your phone and you think you have the authority and the power that you go and you pepper spray and assault your teacher. So insane. And it's so crazy how, like, you really have to, add, like, think on your feet. Because she didn't just pepper spray him one time, like, two, three times. She, she, yeah. Like, it's amazing because my natural reflex. <laughs> Not my natural reflex. <laughs> my natural reflex. Uh-huh. I mean, I feel like anyone who gets pepper sprayed natural reflex is, <laughs> like, 
You're going to have to, I mean, my hands are going out. Or like, they're doing stuff. So I'm not, because they tell you not to touch your eyes. So I wouldn't touch my eyes, because they say don't touch your eyes, and then you can spread it. Yeah, yeah, so, but my natural reflex was lit- would literally be like to knock it out someone's hand, you know, just something in that nature. Yeah. And then now I'm in trouble, because I'd have hit a student. <laughs> but I just got pepper sprayed. So yeah. I, these kids are unhinged nowadays, and I don't know what's going on, but they need to fix it. Because mm-hmm. something like that, you shouldn't be able, I think you shouldn't be able to go to school anymore. Like, I think that that's it for you. Yeah, like, you're definitely going to get expelled from here. Yeah. For sure. You should, but you should, you should, you're done. There are, <laughs> cer- there are certain things that if you, if you pepper spray a teacher, uh-huh. if you whip a teacher, if you put any weapon toward <laughs> you it, whip em. whatever you do, like, if you fight a teacher, like, if you actually really beat a teacher, like, I just feel like you should be done with school. And is, is that not fair or no? Like, I I think that's a little harsh. I think you should be done with school. You're I, done, I think that find a way. You should still be able to finish school, that's good. but maybe just not at this school. <laughs> you gotta go somewhere else. Good. Don't come to my district, honey. You, <laughs> you should never be able to go to school again. I wouldn't. You better. You gotta move to go to school. <laughs> Sorry. It's just out of state. You gotta commute. <laughs> a new district somewhere but you you will not be able. There should be certain things you just cannot do. Mm. And putting pepper spray to someone. No, yeah. no. Yeah, that was a mess. Mm-hmm. That was a mess. It is. Um, last thing I have for the birds is more mess. Mm. Um, if you if y'all don't know, we can count it backwards and start back at one. <laughs> um, I know exactly oh, where you're going. You're funny. Okay. But um, <laughs> a, a certain a certain singer, right? Mm. Has been getting exposed like crazy over the last week or two. Mm-hmm. And this certain singer is Brian McKnight. Mm. Okay, Brian McKnight, you are trash. <laughs> you are trash. You are terrible. Basura. You are the worst. Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out, like, and, and this is us talking on you and your character, honey. Okay. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You know, you can, you can sing. I ain't mad at that. Yeah, you can <laughs> but this character of yours, my God. It's awful. Uh, it's terrible. It's terrible. So what's been going on is like people noticed that in Brian McKnight's um, Instagram bio, it says that he's the father to like his stepchildren and his new baby that he has with his wife. Um, and people were like, this is a little strange because am I counting this correctly? Am I reading this correctly? He's only listing... Like his two or I think it's his two stepkids and yeah. his new baby. Mm-hmm. Like he only has three kids, but he has two other sons and like another daughter mm-hmm. from yeah. a previous marriage. The daughter came from a a whoopsie, <laughs> a whoopsie <laughs> in the middle of that first marriage. Mm-hmm. But he's only claiming that he has these three children, which are his stepchildren and the new baby that he has with his new wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and people were like, that's kind of weird. That, that, that's kind of strange. That's kind of yeah. strange, you know? Um, and so it even led to folks bringing up um, interview clips back from like when we were deep in the pandemic, baby. Zoom everything. Get, mm-hmm. your, get on your Zooms. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Get your Zooms on. Your camera on. Okay. Get your audio connected. Okay. Okay. Now you know how to turn your audio on and off, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Now you know how to turn your camera on and off. Great. Now wave. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. You're not frozen and done. Great. Lovely. Great. Let's do this. Let's do <laughs> it. Okay. They pulled up like an old um interview clip 
of like some of an interview that he did with someone over um, like the Instagram lives during the pandemic where some where the um, interviewer asked him like, okay, so Brian McKnight, you know, um, you've, you know, you're kind of, uh, you're a big name. People love your songs. You've had great success. Um, If you could pick out, the parts of your music journey that matter most to you when you were making like your most important music or just where you felt the most connected to your music. Like when would you say that was? And he says, well, honestly, nothing that I made before I got married to my wife now matters. None of the music that I made before then matters. All of that. It was just, it was just fake. It was phony, trash it, burn it, bury it. I don't care. The only things that I've made that have that matters when it comes to music is only the music that I've made since I've gotten married to my wife. Um, what? (laughs) So he disregarded. I mean, I can't name a hint. I can't name a hint, baby. Since he's gotten married to this woman, me neither. Me neither. That's why I'm like, what? Doesn't have any since he got married to this woman. No, had all the hits though when he was married to uh. His first wife mm-hmm. and had their two children. Yes. She she gave him two sons. And then in the middle of uh, their marriage, he cheated on her mm-hmm. and got some woman pregnant and mm-hmm. she kept the baby and it was a girl. And then, uh, you know, eventually, I think that the wife, well, his ex-wife said that she didn't know about the baby until the baby was like four. Oh, damn. Oh, my goodness. That's deep. That's deep, right? Yeah. What the- Except this, except this baby though, right? Brian was turning out the hits, mm-hmm. right? Right? Boom, 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 boom. Um, That's why it's important to be involved in bank statements, everybody. I don't know if people understand, but in your marriage, <laughs> yeah, in your union, once you're married, even if you're not paying for anything, right? Uh huh. You should still be able to see those bank statements. Yeah. Okay. Go look at them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kill the Whitney. Are there mm. are there hotel rooms being bought? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Are there plane tickets being bought? Okay. Yeah. Is, is there, there something money that, looks suspicious? that is pretty large that is being transferred to an account mm-hmm. that is not familiar to you? That's not yeah. your mama. That's not your daddy. <laughs> that's not your. Is there a store that they're going to that they keep frequenting and mm-hmm. then you find out it's not really right. What it says it is. Do they have a I've lot of money moving from car to car? Mm-hmm. Maybe a car that you don't have access to. These are the things. Something I'm just saying. Is a Y'all, if you're married, I don't. I'm not a person who's like. If you're, no nigga. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a person who's like we're married, so everything. Like I mean, I guess I am a person. Like whatever yours is mine, right? Mm-hmm. I am that person, but I'm not one who's like we need to put it, all of our money in the same pot. I feel like it should be a thing where you have your money, mm-hmm. I have my money. If you make more money, maybe you give me some money to put in my money. <laughs> but then we also have a joint account that we put our money into, mm-hmm. one for bills, household things, miscellaneous things that can come up with the house, et cetera, just life things. And then one specific for vacations and like travel and just Mm-hmm. things that we can do so we have different bank accounts working out here okay and if you have another one for investments and that's what you can do as well but mm-hmm. i do feel like it i i don't want to have to keep you know if i want to buy you something nice i don't want you to know when i'm buying you right however mm-hmm. you should always have access just you should always have access if you need to you're a little mm-hmm. suspicious 
<laughs> right. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, so Brian McKnight, you're fucking trash because <laughs> you're out here only trying to claim your stepchildren literally making posts of like, um, to my stepdaughter, thank you for making me a girl dad. I was never a girl dad before you and once <laughs> you came into my life I instantly became a girl dad. Imagine saying these things while your actual daughter mm-hmm. live and breathe in. In co- I think she's in college right now. She's on like the track team That's or terrible. something like that. And I guess she does pretty well. But um Wow. And the funny the craziest thing about that is um that his stepdaughter ended up going to the same uh college that his actual daughter oh. goes to, which I think is like UC Santa Barbara or something wow. like that. Mm-mm. And yeah, he was literally like, Oh, I'm so proud of you, daughter. Talking about his stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of you, blah blah blah. Thank you for making me a girl dad. Mm. I never would have been that before you and da 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 da. Meanwhile, Goodbye. his real daughter is on the same campus. Mm-hmm. Just a couple a couple steps away, a couple yards sister, away, sister. baby, sister, sister, and he don't he doesn't acknowledge them, don't have shit to say about them. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand how a person can have children and then just act like they don't exist. Especially like you can do this if you just Johnny from down the street. Because <laughs> don't nobody know Johnny from down the street. You can do this. Johnny you can are. get up. Ha- be married, have a couple kids, move away, get remarried, have mm-hmm. more kids, and act like he never had happened. the life before. The strays. And that would mm-hmm. be, okay, be like the strays. Mm-hmm. The strays. And nobody would be the wiser, okay? But it's the fact that, Brian, let's start back at one. Okay? He did. You are a public figure. Over. You are a public figure. Who does things like, oh, I don't know, when important uh, events happen in your life, usually um, publications Mm -hmm. come out to you and they do these things called like interviews and then they put it into something that's called like print. Mm -hmm. And those are things that kind of, I don't know, stay around forever and are actually like a real footprint Mm -hmm. that keeps track of the events in your life. Mm -hmm. And there's actually a few articles about you and your first wife and the children that you had with this first wife. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you're out here trying to act like you don't got no kids besides the one that you and your ex-wife recently had i mean the one that you and your wife now recently had and her uh two children that she had before you come on Mm -hmm. what kind of revisionist history we can go back and just search your name and we can see all the damn articles which literally ex family you're trash yeah there's a lot of healing that needs to happen to this black man here definitely Mm -hmm. um because i just yeah that's whack. You can't just be having kids and then, I mean, I guess you can. You're doing it. <laughs> but <laughs> it's just not right. At least I don't mm-hmm. think so. And I also think that, I mean, Brian came out a couple, a few years ago. We might have talked about this on the podcast years ago whenever it happened because this is back when we was upstairs. Okay, honey. Okay, season uh, one vibes. Season one, season two vibes. But I remember uh-huh. us talking about um, the fact that he openly talked about not letting his, any of his kids have any mm, of his money, money? Mm-hmm. like no no fortune like they were all cut off um from everything uh he said he just feels like they kind of work for theirs which okay 
there are people who feel that way. I don't. I feel like whenever I have I children, feel like that's ugly. That's it's also that. the point of being like, I want to take care of my family. I don't care how old you are. Like you could be forty. Like yeah. <laughs> if there's money there, that's if I'm not tight on a here. Like I'm not gonna. Yeah, you know, but just know that whenever I'm gone, you got to find a way to make money. Like, I'd rather you, you know, find a way. But I feel like if I'm able to provide for my family as long as I can, I will. Yeah, um, I don't want my kids to go without. Uh, I want to set them up to have as much as they possibly can, so that they feel motivated to actually go out there and get their own if they need to. And if they don't need to, because I'm balling like that, then they don't need to. But no, them kids gonna have kids, and then them kids gonna need some money. So just you know, have your mindset on the fact that money yeah. ain't gonna stay around forever. But, you know, be smart with it. Make business moves. Do your thing. But, ew, that's ugly. Very much so. He's probably going to get these kids the money, to be honest. The ones that are the step the kids. And his kids. Music, uh, and his I think kid. that he is, too. I think I think that as well. Because, um. Ugly. Ugliness. Mm-hmm. Ugly. Yeah. Um, but that's all I have for the birds today, y'all. Um, what are we paying dust? What's some stuff that had us messed up, fucked up? upset what gave us grief this week mm, miscommunication gave me grief mm. there was nothing missed about it it's just oh, somebody wasn't catching Jesus. that shit Ooh. i feel like my communication was very direct Ooh. Mm. like it was very direct like this and this and this and it went into steps and it went into this and it mm-hmm. went into this. and for some reason they just weren't picking up the ball they wasn't picking up what i was putting down and i didn't know how to rephrase it anymore any clearer than what i did yeah so i had to be like kish cone let it go um yeah but yeah yeah mm. damn i feel that this isn't personal this is just work stuff but mm. no i feel, I feel you i just right. can't understand <laughs> how are you not picking this up i'm just I, we've had conversations there have been uh-huh. emails there have been texts there have been phone calls mm. like how clearer can i get with what needs to be done because at the end of the day it stressed me out mm. when it was time for the event to happen and i was like where are the people where's it is where's it at and i'm calling on behalf of the people who I'm with. So I'm like, okay, this is not going to happen again. Um, and if it mm-hmm. does happen again, it will not be with communication with you. Mm. Um, and you know it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Cause whenever I went to the event, I did not speak to the person not once mm. made it a point Cause you to know, talk to everybody. You know. but them, Cause you know, you did wrong. Mm. Come on now. How you not picking things up? You need a new job. Mm. You need something mm. because everybody in house with me who actually like, this is from an outside organization who we're working with. So I'm like, Everybody in-house over here is cool. Like, everybody who I work with is cool. It was the people. Once we start bringing people into the fold and partnering and doing all that, what's going on here? How how y'all do things over there? It's really interesting. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, um, the miscommunication that wasn't so missed, but it wasn't picked up. Mm -hmm. I'm paying a dust. Mm -hmm. Yes, pay dust to that. Um, I am going to pay dust to uh, getting caught in the rain (laughs) on Friday, I think it was. Go outside. Go Got outside. caught in the rain, baby. I was on that train. I've been on. I've been on the trains. Hey, okay, mm. boop, 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 moving around because I'm over driving to downtown LA. I'm just over it. I'm it over is. it. Makes sense. I'm over it. So mm-hmm. I'll be taking the train now. So um, understandable. Yeah. Um, I was out at what is going to be my shining moment, and uh, when I left. Baby, it randomly was like, I'm going to start raining. And everybody outside was like, oh, shit. (laughs) Literally, we all had to gather our shit. Where is that coming from? You know? So, like, when I got on the train, it was kind of just, like, sprinkling, like a heavier sprinkle, you know? And then by the time I got to my train station at home, 
cats and dogs. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I got off the train. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. But thank God I had like a, a jacket on. So I just like covered my head and like ran across to my car. But that's wild. Woo! I'm paying us to that. I hate. I hate getting caught in rain. Oh, I do. And when I'm not prepared. Okay. Yeah. You know, like, just not, uh, wasn't, wasn't planning for that. Wasn't planning for mm-hmm. it at all. Not at all. Um, I'm going to pay this to, that was, hmm. was that Wednesday or Thursday when it was all windy and stuff? Was there Wednesday? Day? Windy and stuff? I can't I remember. Know. Um, I think it was Thursday or Wednesday. It was like a mini tornado, oh, like over near that. my, over near my job and something flew from the freeway and knocked into one of our front windows and shattered it. Oh no. And it, it was like super Dorothy? shit. They were, and then like there were warehouses that were near us, and the wind was taking the roof because it was like metal sheeting roof of the warehouse, just taking it off. Like oh my god, like a band aid. I didn't see taking any it off that footage. Fast. Oh my goodness, it was freaking crazy. I last think week. Jasmine sent me something, but I just didn't look at it. But mm-hmm. that's it was no, it was it was literally you can see a, like a cyclone in the sky forming. That's it was windy, like it was shaking. It was crazy. We are in the end times. I and the power went that. and the power went out and the power stayed out for like like an hour or two. Mm. And I was just like, what Baby, the fuck the is power going go out on? when I'm at work? <laughs> I'm <laughs> gone. Like, I'm leaving. I was like, what the hell is going Honey, on? Turn the lights back on. Turn the lights back on. Where's Chris? <laughs> Baby, I left. Oh, y'all left. Oh, the power went out. Yeah, but it's that is automatic. Insane. Go home. It is. That's automatic. Because <laughs> we don't know how long it's going to be out. Uh-huh. But I know that that's my one opportunity to be like, I cannot get my work done. I'm on a deadline. I got to go to where power's at home. Got to leave. Bye. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Terrible. That's the one excuse you have. Power's out. It should be up. I don't, I don't have it. It should be up. Because if it's not up, I'm going to miss my deadline. You know what? <laughs> I can just go home and just do it. <laughs> Plead and be, I'm going home. <laughs> That'll happen. Mm-hmm. Um, what are our shining moments? What's something that brought us some joy, some happiness this week? You know, what shined? Maybe you should start it. Me start? Yeah, you should. Okay. Um, my shining moment is going to be that I got some last minute tickets to go see Chloe. Chloe. Mm-hmm. Yes. To see her at the last stop of her in pieces tour here in LA. Um Wow, she was yeah. amazing. The Very. mic, the mic was on. It was never off. Okay, never, never off. not once off. Never not off. once off. She sounded wow, mm-hmm. amazing. She sounded great. Yes. Um, and then we got a little surprise when she came off for her little encore, and mm-hmm. Hallie was in the crowd, and yes. so they came together and they sang "Cool People," and <laughs> it was a good old Chloe and Hallie moment. So good. Uh, it was amazing. Uh, loved it. Yes. Yeah, I, that's my shining moment. So, right. so I think she, I think Chloe looked amazing. She yes. sounded amazing. I think yeah. it was, I mean, from beginning to end, from whenever you stepped in the building, it was perfect. Like, yes. yeah. DJ, DJ Rose, Rose Gold. Gold, DJ Rose, DJ Rose Gold, Gold turned it. Uh, now that's a DJ. That's no, a DJ. Yeah, definitely. I mean, give DJ Rose Gold their props. Yes. DJ Rose Gold came to the LA. St- I mean, she was in on all the stops, I think. But I think DJ so. Rose Gold came to the LA stop, the Novo, and shut it down. Like, whenever you have a good DJ to really get the crowd mm-hmm. going, everybody I mean, was up. 
She let yeah. us vote on what we wanted to hear. We were singing. And mm-hmm. it was it was such a good vibe. Mm-hmm. Filling that room with that vibe is exactly what we needed before Chloe came out. Yeah. Because yes. Rose Gold got us hyped. Yeah. And then it was like the screen went up and then it was like almost like that little intro to the In Pieces tour. Yeah. Uh, kind of giving us that anticipation music, adding little layers so to it. As it was just the drama of it, it was all. So good. And then <laughs> boom, like she comes out, she looks gorgeous in this beautiful bodysuit, yellow, gorgeous. Sparkle. Hair, Sparkling. Hair, just hair. Just hair. Just woo. Mm-hmm. And looking good. I'm sure she smelled good. I couldn't smell it. I was in the balcony. <laughs> right. The people said that who were there for the VIP, they were like, oh my gosh, she smells so I good. I know it. See, listen, I was in the balcony, so I couldn't really smell you, girl, but I could see you. <laughs> and you look phenomenal. Didn't, didn't miss a step. Not mm-hmm. at all. Looked gorgeous. Yes. Sounded amazing. Um, super talented. Great time for a show. I mm-hmm. mean, performed front to back. Didn't like leave the stage for too long. Yep. Didn't leave people waiting. Yep. Um, and just did amazing. She did so. Um, and you could tell she was so excited to complete yes, her first. She was so happy. So, yeah, seeing Holly was just a bonus. But whenever yes. I tell you, Chloe, mm-hmm. Chloe killed. It. Chloe, you really did your thing. I mean, you showed up and you showed out. And it seems like at every tour date that you went to from the clips that I saw, you showed up and you showed out in mm-hmm. every way. So, yes. thank you for the In Pieces tour, baby. Because we had a ball. Amazing. We had a ball. Okay. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I know I did. I know I did. <laughs> I know I did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, oh. Did you, did you have the same one? Oh, oh yes, no, I didn't. Oh. oh, okay. Well, besides oh. that, yeah. we are super sleuths, and that's all. Baby, <laughs> thank you for bringing that up. How could I? How could we forget? I forget. That was going to be my other one, but since we covered Chloe, I just want to say we solved another case. We solved another case, baby. And this one was an active one. This was an active. Okay. The last two cases. Well, Wes here. Yes, Wes here. He solved three. Yeah, before, uh, so far before yesterday. Before. I saw four before yesterday. Four before yesterday. Yeah. Super slow. So, uh, you know, <laughs> Wes here has solved four cold cases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I've solved two of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Renique, how many cold cases had I've you I've got do? one cold case and the one yesterday. Well, the one cold case. Wait, you solved two of them? Okay, then I solved uh-huh. three. My bad. You got it right. You got it right. Okay. I solved three. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I solved two cold cases. Wes solved three. Mm-hmm. Um, I helped with two of them. Mm-hmm. And Renique solved I- one. And she helped with one of our, you know, each one of ours. And yesterday, baby, we had an active case. Mm-hmm. And we solved it. We didn't need no hints. No hints. Every first we- guess was the right guess, baby. It was no guess. We knew. No, we I'm knew. just saying. Wit. Unsolved case files. We need a sponsorship. We need because some more cases. We, we need something because we play that shit. The time. <laughs> we love you. We know we've gotten to a point where we do not need hints anymore. Give us the case. Yeah. Give it to us. Yes. Give it to us, and we'll let gladly. us solve the cases. Because I ain't even gonna lie, these cases in front of my bank account. I'm looking at these like, mm, mm, mm. I'm oh, buying no. these cases, honey. I'm giving you all my money. Okay. <laughs> Send us a case. Okay. Mm. Please. Because we are super sleuths, detectives. Okay. okay. Unsolved case. Unsolved case case files, files, I think. Unsolved case Mm -hmm. files. We love you here at the Black Umbrella, okay. And if you want, you want to sponsor us. You want, you want to pop an ad Mm -hmm. in here, or you want to just send us some, you know, a nice little case. We would love that. We will have so much fun with that. And I will gladly solve that case. Mm. Gladly. Don't tell. Okay, we can do some stuff for your social media. Listen, I'm just pitching us right now. But you know what? You know, just saying. Hey. We're too good at it. We're too good to not be out here getting our cases on. Mm-hmm. So, yes, thank you, Nika, for bringing that up. We did do great. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Amen. 
Um, shall we continue? Yeah. Into the gust of wind, huh? Blow us away. Mm. This sounds so good. Yeah. Um, so in the gust of wind for this new music, I've got a couple different things. Oh, there's one thing that I did not add to this that I'm going to add right now. Because what? Um, but let's start with, I think it's Amare, right? That's how I've uh-huh. been saying I've been saying it as Amare. Amare <laughs> co-star. Um, what did y'all think of it? Loved it. I loved it too. I loved the sound. It was different. Yes. Yeah, it was different. I love I love a song that likes to cycle through um astrological signs. Mm-hmm. I'm always here for it. I I'm always here for it. I, I love this. It was a great song. And it was a Good. fun song. Yes. It was fun. It was fun. It was upbeat. I mean, it had a little bit of a techno vibe to mm-hmm. it too. I just mm-hmm. was like, all right, I can kind of get into this. Hey. Yeah. It really gave me what I needed. So I'm all right, co-star. Check it out. Okay. Check it out. Now, Kirby and Rhapsody, you know we love Kirby here. Yes. We've yeah. talked about every Kirby release that's happened since Kirby's come out with anything. If Kirby. Kirby comes out with anything, we've talked about it. Pretty yeah. much. Know it. Okay. Kirby, um, Kirby and Rhapsody. Okay. Mm-hmm. Eve Jean. Eve Jean. Baby, it made me appreciate the black woman. Uh, did you? I mean, I did before. <laughs> oh, okay. I did okay. before. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Whoa. I Whoa. did before, but it was just something about hearing... Mm-hmm. Kirby and then especially Rhapsody's rap like all of that uh-huh. coming together and then the sound of the track was so beautiful the cover art was gorgeous I yes. was like dang dang this can be a this is and I don't even want to because I don't even want to classify it as an anthem because mm-hmm. like it really is it's something that's just mm, something about it mm. I mean lyrically it's amazing production wise I think it's amazing sounds beautiful I just I kind of want to see it perform live yeah. Yeah. That I want to see it good. perform live. That would be good. I want theatrics with it too, baby. Bring it to me. Give it to <laughs> us. Give us the flowers and all the things. You know, do what you need to do. But uh-huh. I would love to see it perform live. What y'all think? I enjoyed it, yes. And Kirby always sounds so, so wonderful on her tra- on the tracks that she has. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kirby sounded great. All right, listen. She sounds great. Sounds amazing. Yay. Next, we're going to go over Fabo. Casamigos. Okay. Yeah. Did y'all like I loved it. It was like a little made me think of you guys eventually. I was like, Casamigos now. If y'all know, if y'all know, if y'all know Wes. If y'all know Wes. Wes don't mess. Okay. I am good with the Casamigos. Wes don't mess. Wes don't mess. Don't mess around. Wow. I didn't finish that sentence. Okay. (laughs) That Casamigos is my best. It doesn't let me down. It's always, I'm always down to ride or die for it and it rides or die for Mm -hmm. me. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I said, oh, yeah, that's amigos. I'm going to love this track. Right. Loved it. <laughs> Loved it. It was very It was simple. sexy. Yeah, it was simple. simple it was sexy. sexy. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Loved it. Had a little bit of Spanish in there. Mm. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Love it. Sing it to you. Yeah. Person. If you have a person. Or yeah, if you got a person. Your hookup or your hey. friend with benefit or whatever you got. You know, hey. sing it to him. Uh-huh. Lay it on them thick. <laughs> Lay it on them thick. <laughs> Take a shot with them. Mm. Um... Next, I want to get into this project, okay? Okay. St. Harrison lost a friend. Yeah. What y'all yeah. think? First of all, <laughs> y'all should already know. I mean, the first three songs on yeah. this, um, would you consider? Yeah, the, the first songs like on EP. this EP. It's an EP. Yeah. The first three songs on this EP, we already reviewed yeah. on this show, and we already said how much we 
freaking loved them. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I mean, it was only four more to go from there. <laughs> right. And baby. And baby, they were, they were, they were great. I really loved James. Okay. Oh, the emotions yes. of everything. Yes. yes. Very emotional. Mm. Very good. Amazing voice. Just. That voice. You can't. That voice. That voice. Oh, my God. That voice. <laughs> Baby, that's something serious. Woo! Uh, yeah, Saint, Saint. When you give us some more, like you gave us more right now, I, we, we're grateful. You, and I'm so grateful. I love it. Love it so much. Do some more. <laughs> we want more. I want more <laughs> now. I want more. Okay, because this was so good. Like the first three songs, Astro and she said, "We already, we already knew what it was given." We already knew, but then when we got some more, we were like, hold on. Yeah. This shit? It's, it's good. And I think that <laughs> what I like most about it is he's not trying to be nobody else but himself. No, he like, just... It, it doesn't... It, it's not a project that sounds like it's something that needs to be mass produced or like mm-hmm. loved by the masses, right? No. Yeah. It's something that's genuine. It's something that's 100% authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, it has stripped down production. Like mm-hmm. it's it's really a lot of times just his voice is the star of the show. Yes, yeah. But I mean, there are a couple things in the back, but not too much. Yeah, you know? his it's voice not, is the power. It's not too much going on. His voice is always leading it, mm-hmm. which yeah. I appreciate. And yeah. um, I just think that time and time again, he's come out with things, and that pen. The pen. Wow. Great. The pen. The pens. Wow. The pen is pinning. That pen does no fantastic writing. Yeah. A writer indeed. Um. I just. I can't wait to. Hopefully. I mean. Hopefully you come to L. A. I mean, I saw you once at the Victor Monet concert. Okay, I met you. Boom. For mm-hmm. those who don't know, I met Sam here at the hey. Victor Monet concert. Told him that homies was literally. A, mm, I understood. Yes. <laughs> we should have. We should have just. We should have just stayed homies. <laughs> Who? Um, but we, you know, we we kicked over that one. But then I had to go because it was late. <laughs> right? It was late. It was a school night, honey. I had to get home. Um, Cinderella. Cinderella, indeed. Cinderella. But uh, beautiful voice. Yeah. Um, beautiful man. Just all of the above. I think that I can't wait to hear more. I can't wait to see some visual aspects to it, and I cannot mm-hmm. wait to see Saint Harrison live. So whenever yes. you come to LA, let the Black Umbrella know because we'll be there. We'll be there, we'll definitely be there. front and center. Got to see We're that voice. Uh-huh. Got to hear that voice. Yes. Okay, we must. We must. Um, and then lastly, oh yeah, but lastly, IDK came up with F six five. Correct, right? I didn't get the yeah. letters wrong. Yeah, Amen. You got it right. I got it right. <laughs> Woo, had to make sure I did. A twenty two track. Yes. Album. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, you know that Smokey Robinson came out with a nine-track album that was 40 minutes. Yes. Yes, he did. IDK came out with a 22-track album that is 53 minutes. So, mm-hmm. do the math. <laughs> do the math. <laughs> okay. Do it. No, for real. <laughs> However, I want to get y'all's opinion on the project. What did you think of it? Um, what about you, Nika? You go first. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> um, I enjoy the project. I like IDK. Um, we've talked about his other projects uh, his other projects before and those were really good and they're all pretty i feel like they're all pretty different from each other Mm -hmm. um yeah i enjoyed it but i like idk so i feel like i'm kind of biased did you have some favorites (laughs) um i can't think of any favorites right right now i need to listen to it again let me see what can stick out to me because i wasn't looking at the Track this when you were listening. Yeah. That. Mm-hmm. That part. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, well, for me, I will say, baby, 22 songs. Not all of these needed to be on here. Mm. That was how I felt. Mm-hmm. I said 22 songs. Whoa. Like when I first, like the first thing I do before I play in an album, I open it up. I look at the cover art mm-hmm. and then I look to see. I go straight to the bottom so that I can see how many songs and how long is the runtime, just so I can know how much time do I need to block out to focus, Mm -hmm. you know? I scrolled down, I saw 22 songs, and I was like, oh, hell no. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-uh. No way all of these. But that's not, sometimes all of the songs be good. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like 22 songs, it was a little bit too much. I feel like a lot of them could have been stripped away. Mm -hmm. Um, But... My favorites were Pinot Noir. Maybe that's my first favorite. <laughs> okay. Tele Couleur mm-hmm. and Rabbit Stew. Okay. Okay. That was I liked it all cohesively together and I think that all twenty two songs should stay on the album. Um I think that it was needed. <laughs> we needed breaks, okay? I mean, they weren't all, they weren't all songs. I mean, they were songs. Then we had a jazz break at one point, honey. We I did, was like, yeah. oh, like, I get why people might think that, okay, like this wasn't needed, but I really do think that it just was, it just left it, it, it gave it some body. It gave some body to the project. I think it really did. Mm-hmm. Because not all the songs, you know, song, song links nowadays are like two minutes, maybe one minute, if mm-hmm. that, right? Yeah. So there were some things that really just kind of sort of came and went, like came and passed and came and went. Yeah. And then there were them, the actual songs, right? Um, Pinot Noir, I loved. I loved the incorporation of Saucy Santana. Loved that. I was yes. like, the fact that Saucy is on this track is so hot. First of all, like, props to IDK. That was needed. Yes. Um, I love Radioactive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Superwoman. And then Freetown, I think, was the jazzy record. And I, I think so. I think and, I got, and I got into it. And I mm-hmm. said, that's the one. So those are like my top four from the album. But overall, I think the body of work is really good. I didn't know what to expect because y'all know I'm not a real rap queen like that. <laughs> but <laughs> Rap queen. I'm not a rap queen like that. But you wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I might be. I'm turning a new leaf because I tell you these ne- these these past projects. You liked his yeah, other album too. That the, yeah, yeah, I, I think well, you did. I think that these past projects have really turned me over to be like there is a certain kind of rap that I can get with. Yeah, I can. Everybody get. got a little something. something. Everybody has a little something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will not be getting for little Yachty ever in my life. Just so that we can all be clear on that. Okay, I'm sorry. No. Damn. This is no disrespect. <laughs> this is no disrespect to Yachty, but that project last time I did not like the it, last one. Yeah, the last one I didn't know what the I don't know what the other yeah. ones sound like to be honest. So I guess I can't really go give give a full rounded like I've listened to every Yachty project and I can tell you right now I'm not going for him because realistically I haven't. So <laughs> yeah. But I, the first thing, my first exposure was that last project. Besides, like, you know, the viral songs. Of course. But that last project was the first full project I listened to by Little Yachty. And I was like, I don't need to listen to anything else. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't a fan of it. So You know, the distinction between rap and then hip-hop. And then sometimes when the rappers cross over to the hip-hop or the mm-hmm. hip-hop crosses over to the rap, sometimes... Confusion. Yeah. Confusion. <laughs> confusion. Fusion. Yeah. That's all it was. Um, but yeah, that is my new music for the week. <laughs> Thank you. Beautiful. Um, and yeah, I don't have any pop culture things to talk about because frankly, I feel like everything's on pause because Beyonce's coming in a few days. Okay. So let's talk about how we're trying to figure out if we <laughs> should gonna... mute her, block her. What to do. What to do. Because we're not going to this concert until September. So, yeah. um, <laughs> 
But the anticipation <laughs> is killing everybody sitting here at this table, um, along yes. with a lot of America. Well, the world, really. <laughs> uh, and she's yes. coming. We're getting little snippets here and there. People, people getting fired, okay? Trying to get these snippets. So y'all yeah. better go ahead and go thank them. Because I just saw, read an article that someone got fired from the stadium for recording a small. So they found out who it was who recorded it, and they got fired. Ooh, damn. Honey, you know yeah. Beyonce don't play. She don't. Don't release none of her shit. No. Nope. Uh, but Put it on the close friends. Y'all. Right, you know. Yes. But then, you know, the close friends going to stream record it. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's what they be doing. I'm just saying. Yeah. And they be leaving like, your username right yep. up there. Yeah. <laughs> look, who get, who, look who did this. Guilty. Guilty. <laughs> so I just want to say, yeah, that is uh, that is something that we're all looking forward to here at the Black and Brother. And I can, <laughs> next week we might come to you with something. Next week we might not come to you with anything. But point is, the world, the world is on pins and needles right now. Because yeah. Beyonce is going to be on a stage in less than like two days. Keep watching. Yep. Yeah, that mean, makes my but heart. I mean, like, by the time this comes out, the first date will have happened. Mm-hmm. Ah! Mm-hmm. Okay, jeez. Yeah, I'm nervous. Yeah, I don't know what to think. <laughs> Scary thing. My palms are sweating. I like, just scroll real know, pa- like, real fast past everything. My stomach is a <laughs> I know I'm gonna see some looks. I know. Oh, I know I'm gonna see some looks. Oh, I know I'm gonna see. I don't. Everything. I don't think I'm gonna. I don't think I'm gonna block or mute her or anything because no. I need because to know. what if something else happens and we yeah. need to get the thing? Yeah. Because what if she's like right before the damn show, the visuals drop. drop. Yeah. If like, you got what? her blocked, muted, tooted, and booted, like you're not, you gonna, not, see you're not gonna see it. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, but if those visuals drop. We're gonna do a whole separate something just for them visuals. I promise you. Okay, we might have to do a, just do another uh, live show like for the, for the YouTube. Okay, it's gonna be something that's just separate. Like it's, yeah. I mean, it's gonna be it could be it's gonna, gonna it could be, be like our reactions. Yeah, reactions because we have to. There's no way because we we've been waiting for so long. It's only right that we give y'all our opinions because whenever I tell you, they're gonna be positive. So get ready. <laughs> of course they will. Get I ready. Can see the memes. Okay. So. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're not here to bash Beyonce like some motherfuckers on the internet. Like some motherfuckers. Who want to just get clicks and likes and vibes. Ugh. Mm. <laughs> With your two Christmas bowls. With mm. your two Christmas bowls. Mm. And the same scarf that we seen you in years ago. And your crochet. Anyway, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shall we get into the under our umbrella? We shall. Let's put them umbrellas up. <laughs> Beautiful. Mm. Um, so I'm going to be leading our under our umbrella this week. Oh my god! Oh, really? Really? Well, congratulations! And now <laughs> here is the one and only mm. Frenchie. Wow! Thank you. Bringing so much. you into this under our umbrella. Thank we you. we. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, <laughs> this under our umbrella comes from me coming across this post on Instagram. And it was a clip of these two podcasters who have a podcast, clearly. Um, and they were talking about how um, the thing that they were striving for, that they were like their their main goal for when they were uh, starting up their podcast and doing all, you know, making their episodes and stuff. They were always writing down, dreaming about and like aspiring to get to making six figures from their podcast. Right. And they're like, oh, once we get the six figures, we gonna be lit. We gonna be this. We gonna do that. Da, 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 da. We're gonna feel so good. It's gonna be so awesome, you know. 
And then when they actually ended up reaching that milestone of the six figures being earned from the podcast, it was almost like they didn't even really acknowledge it. Um, They didn't feel good about it, how they thought that they would. And really, they kind of just like rode past it. They didn't even acknowledge it at all. Even though at one point it was like a really big goal, yeah. Um, and they were just kind of talking about how, um, yeah, like once you once they reached their goal, how they just didn't their uh, their reaction to it wasn't what they expected it to be. Mm. So what I have here under our umbrella today, um, is, our topic is celebrating celebrating milestones. Mm-hmm. And I want to specifically get into detaching our expectations from our goal setting. So, um, you know, we all have like goals and stuff. We got big goals. We got small goals. We got regular goals. Um, And when we set these goals, sometimes we can have like a preconceived notion on like how we should feel once we reach these goals. Like, oh, you know, when I when I do this. I'm going to be feeling so good. I'm going to be lit. I'm going to want to jump around, turn around, shake my ass. You never, right? All the things. All the things. Um, And oftentimes I feel like when when we reach these goals that we thought we would have like these huge positive feelings for, um, that not only do we sometimes just breeze past um, the little things that helped us to reach our goal, but we can also... um, be faced with either like not acknowledging our accomplishment of this goal or even, you know, not feeling how we thought that we should once we uh, reach this goal of ours. Yeah. So my first question to us is um, how do we set goals for ourselves in our lives? And it can be really in relation to anything, um, Mm. any kind of goal. No goal is too big. No goal is too small. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm. I... I guess I'll be candid and I'll say that I don't think I set enough goals for myself. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah, I don't think I set enough goals for myself. I think I'm doing everything I need to be doing responsibly, uh-huh. um, which in turn can turn into growth and turn into opportunity mm-hmm. for other things to happen. But I don't think I'm necessarily a goal setter. Like I could, I could really be a goal setter out here yeah. and like working toward I mean, there are things that I'm working toward for the podcast, but like as far as like just for myself, mm-hmm. I don't think I set enough goals for myself. Uh, beside reading, <laughs> I had one goal this week, this year. That's to read. I've been reading, honey. I'm getting through yeah. these books. Um, so I mean, I guess whenever I said something, I just start doing it. Uh huh. And it doesn't. It doesn't take me. I don't have to prep myself for it. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. have to make a plan of action because I feel like plans don't really work. <laughs> Uh, and if you do try to plan something, something always gets in the wrench of the way of the plan in the first place. Um, but I, I'm, I'm a doer. So whenever I think it, I do it and I don't really think much about it. And there are people who really will get out there and be like, these are my goals. Now, how will I achieve each goal? Like map out everything. Yeah. And I can't do that. Uh, I just know me. I know my mind. I know if I think of one thing I want to do, I'm going to just do it. And I may not have it all the way mapped out. Um, mm-hmm. I may stumble or fall along the way. I might make some mistakes. But point is, the work is being done and put behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I mapped my goals out more. 
But I also don't see them. Even if I did map them out more, I don't think I would be like checking my map every day to see where I'm at. You know, I, it would stress me. It would give me anxiety. Uh-huh. Like trying to map things out by with time frames. And by this time, I should do this and that. I feel we've had a conversation about that part before, too. Right. Yeah. About the time so frames, yeah. I just feel like it would stress me out and give me anxiety. Point is, if I know my intention in my heart and what I want to do. It's going to happen. I speak it. I pray, baby. I'm sorry. I'm a prayer warrior. I'm one of God's favorites. Don't play. Come on. Don't play. Mm. I talk to God every day. Um, and that's about anything. And I talk to God just like this. Just not working here. <laughs> hey, I'm, God. I'm not the one who's going to be like trying to pull out my verses from the Bible. I'm really going to talk to God like I talk to my homies. Because at the end of the day, he's always right here with me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that is also a piece of my goal setting is prayer. So mm. I don't really feel like I'm like, listen, I'm praying and I'm doing the work. So what else I got to do? That's it. Like, as long as I'm praying and doing the work, I'm good. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think I, that's my thing with goal setting. I don't map them out as much as I should. Um, and I feel like I could do a couple more, not so stringently put myself on a map or put myself on a time frame, but just more so thinking about the things that it's going to take to get to certain places. Yeah. Versus just going with the flow. Because I'm a go with the flow kind of individual. To an extent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not always a go with the No. Because you don't like last minute shit. <laughs> okay. But I don't do last minute. I don't mm-hmm. do last minute anything. No. I'm not that person. I'm not the person who, can, you can, who you can call. Sidebar. But yes, I'm not the person you can call <laughs> on a day. And just be like, hey, what you doing? I'm Come here. Pull up. I'm not that. I'm already busy. Uh-huh. I need you to putting your time with me i mean <laughs> unless the people who have my location which is very few people in this thing okay because mm-hmm. then people would actually know what i'm doing on a regular basis they know when to hit, they know when to hit the line okay when, when i'm ready to do something okay um they know where i'm at they know what i'm doing those are the people i make myself fully available for at all times no matter what even if i got something planned i'm gonna make it happen Aww. so uh yeah that's a little bit i'm on a little ramp it's okay <laughs> yeah okay. Feel me. it's okay what about you nika um um, I feel like I'm very hands on, like, some of the time. I think, I don't know, I set goals in my mind a lot. Yes, I am like, I'm a list maker. But when it comes to certain, when it comes to certain things, like, oh, I got to pay this bill, I'm gonna just pay the bill. Like, I'm not writing it down <laughs> that I have to pay the bill. Because most of the time, there are certain deadlines that are just okay in my head already because mm-hmm. it's something that's a constant but if it's something that's not a constant it's something new that i'm bringing in i feel like that's when i have trouble sticking to it because i'm like if it's something i'm going back to like for uh-huh. west he went back to reading and was able to just like jump into it and get to going for me i feel like it's taking a lot more time because i haven't done it in so long and i'm trying to remember how the fuck i was doing it to begin with mm-hmm. when i was reading all those books in my past yeah so yeah i don't know i feel like um i should write down stuff more but because i'm always like moving i'm always like moving i'm in a meeting i'm on phone calls or whatever i'm doing it's kind of hard for me to sit down like most people can do and write out write it all out and then i mean that starts dipping into the whole time being a luxury thing because people are able to set aside time to actually do like how Wes said, write down the goal and then write down, okay, how am I going to get there? 
these are the steps. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I feel like I could write down more stuff, but I feel like I do what's needed to be done for the most part. Like in terms of living my life, mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh-huh. paying like paying bills, putting gas in the car, like. I don't know, simple stuff like that, but mm-hmm. there's stuff that falls through the cracks because I don't write them down, if that makes sense. Yeah, mm. I feel that. Um, I will say for me, um, I always think that like my problem is like a I don't I struggle with like setting goals mm-hmm. with an S. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes, like, I have a lot of goals. Like, I'll kind of, like, I will start off my day usually telling myself everything I need to get done. Like, okay, I need to do the laundry. I need to um, edit the podcast. I need to um, make TikToks for the podcast or whatever. Like, I'll have all these things that, like, I want to get done, all these goals that I want to get done for the day. But I get, like, I don't know, like, overwhelmed overwhelmed yeah like same anxious and <laughs> mm-hmm. like fatigued from that because i'm kind of like freaking out over everything that i need to get done and then i'll either halfway do like all mm-hmm. of my goals yeah or i will fully commit to doing one goal and then when i get finished with that goal feel like okay well i got one goal completed today now i can just like slack off for the rest of the day like mm-hmm. okay i got my one in and that's good enough like sometimes that now one i'm goal so takes stressed a lot yeah exactly like, sometimes, yeah. sometimes that one goal takes like a lot out of me so mm-hmm. i just be like you know <laughs> you know that whew, today drained me very much yes. so. <laughs> definitely that Ooh, like that be me after i complete like if i when i fully complete one goal it's like oh yeah. Today drained me. Now I just need to relax, put on a TV, kick back, take a nap. Do like, nothing. you know, like I just want to do nothing mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times I will feel like it's kind of interesting. I've been noticing that this is like a feeling that I've been having for myself lately. And the feeling is shame. Oh, my oh God. yes. I feel it. Open up, baby. Right? <laughs> shame. Shame. Yes. Because I would be like, you know, like, okay, say I had a day where I fully completed one of my goals, Mm -hmm. but didn't do any of the other ones. Right. And then I'll get into bed that night. And I mean, I've I've spoken openly about my situation. Like, I got no job. I'm out here doing this podcast and I'm doing what I can with this. And, you know, and obviously I'm. Hitting the pavement, as the yes. people like to say, baby. I'll be pounding, pounding that digital pavement like every damn day, trying to find like my job, but it hasn't come yet. So it's kind of like my day is very like whatever I want to do. Yeah, it's very leisurely. So when I have those days where I fully complete a goal and then I don't do the other ones, and then I'm going to bed that night, I feel shame mm. because it's like. Well, what else did you really have to do today that you couldn't get the other stuff done? You literally have nothing else to do besides these goals that you've set for yourself through the day and you didn't do them. Mm. Why are you not doing them? You know, 
what are you scared of? What have you? What are you afraid of? What are you scared of? Like, you know what I mean? Like this feeling of like shame, and it's like it gets it gets deep, like in in my bones. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To where like I even wake up feeling that way. Mm-hmm. Wake up feeling You're like carrying it. Yeah, yeah, like just shameful and like a little like inadequate and just like ugh. Ugh. It's also something you don't like doing. Like mm-hmm. it's 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 one of those things where whenever you're in a mind state or space of like pounding the pavement and like trying to find a job and like after a while like nobody enjoys the application process, nobody no. enjoys the interview process and it is draining. Mm-hmm. Just to do one application yes. is Just draining. Do one. So and for and to be doing it for a long time, like you feel like I'm mentally exhausted. Like yeah. at mm-hmm. this point, what the fuck? You know, like it yeah. really makes you so. I, that makes sense why yeah. you wake up carrying that shit because it's like, ugh, like yeah. I feel so heavy with it. It's like I wake up like oh, another day of doing whatever the fuck I want to do. I guess, mm. but it's not what I want to do, so yeah. I'm not happy about it. Like rather than like, okay, I'm waking up and maybe I'm not going to like a job that I love the most but that's like some sort of purpose some sort of like actual direction for the day you know what I mean um so yeah yeah that's like that's like one of the feelings that um I've noticed that I've like been carrying around with me is like the feeling of of shame shame and so in talking about uh, reaching our goals, I want to ask, because um, like I said, we have a big goal. But of course, there's steps that you have to take to get to the big goal, complete mm-hmm. the goal. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I want to ask, like, do we acknowledge um, the actions that lead up to completing our goals? Do we even notice the small things that we have to do that get to the big thing? Um. I don't know. I'm having Nika start this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I feel like I try to now, like even when it comes to getting, I guess when it comes to like cleaning up stuff around my room, I'm like, okay, cool. Like you got that out. Finally get it out your room or whatever. Like, um, in certain clothes, like when I was getting stuff out of my room too, I was just like, okay, cool, we're getting this out of here, all right, like, you did something. Like, I had to constantly remind myself that it's not that you did nothing because mm-hmm. yeah. you did something. So it's not that you did nothing. It just doesn't feel like enough because you wanted it to be a grander gesture than what you did, even though the gesture you did was enough mm-hmm. for you to notice that you did something like some you did some you did enough to make something shake it wasn't all of it or all that you wanted to do but you did something going towards the bigger picture Mm -hmm. so i've been trying to tell my it is hard because you're just like well fuck i still didn't get the whole goddamn picture painted and it's like all right but look look at this Nice. Look, you yeah, got, nice. nice. right. got the borders, honey. Right. Look at what you drew. You got all that, all the outlining's done, right? Uh-huh. Just you know, just don't got no color yet, you know. But it can be, it can be very difficult to try to talk yourself up because talking yourself down is so easy, mm-hmm. but talking yourself up can be so hard 
to just be your own cheerleader and just be like, yeah, you did it all right. Cool. But yeah. Yeah. Passing over to me. I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. Okay. You you said, I'm going to pass it over to you. Yeah. Wow. Um, I will say, let's see. Do I acknowledge the small things that lead up to my big thing? Usually, no. Usually, no, to be quite honest. And one of like one of my biggest well hold on let me not get into examples yet Mm -hmm. but um yeah i don't really acknowledge um the small things that i had to do that get me to my goal because in a way in my mind it's the small things that are the annoyance Mm -hmm. that is like blocking me sometimes from reaching that goal because i know that I can't be like, let's say that, um, and this is not, this is not one of those situations, but let's just say that, okay. Um, like I make the YouTube videos for, for us. Um, Mm. and I know that if my goal for the day is to upload the video to YouTube, I know that that's going to consume of me getting the camera, taking the SD card out of the camera, putting, uh, the SD card reader into my laptop and then putting the SD card into the card reader and then taking the files off of that and then downloading them all into my computer, downloading the audio file. Then I have to open up, you know, the program, drag all the downloads in there. Then I have to put, pluck all the uh, the clips um, because like um, it's not one long video clip. It's broken up into like six different videos mm-hmm. and I have to pull those down, match those up and match it up with the audio file like you know like all that stuff yeah is what makes me like uh i don't want to do it yeah Ugh, mm-hmm. i don't want to do that shit no <laughs> i don't want to see it right now right. don't even want to see it don't want to look at it the fact that i can't wake up be like upload video and yeah. i snap my fingers and yeah. it's done is like it's the little stuff that like leads up to uh, it. it makes my skin crawl like you know what i mean but it's also like having to acknowledge like well, you know you can't get that goal done unless you do the small things, mm-hmm. which is where then the shame demon pops Comes back in. in. Shame demon. And yes. be like, you might as well not even do it because right, you don't like doing that anyway. And then mm-hmm. I'd be like, well, maybe you're right. And then they'd be like, look at you, not doing it. <laughs> and I'd be like, damn. And it's like, damn. Right. Like, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's how it is for me when it comes to the little stuff that lead up to my big stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, how it is for me, anybody who's ever been in contact with me or knows me in real life, I celebrate everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Every little thing. My ass wakes up in the morning and makes breakfast, bitches, a celebration. Because that don't always happen. <laughs> okay? Like, I will talk myself like, okay, I did that. I made my breakfast. I celebrate myself a lot. Yes, um, you, do. you do. I really do. <laughs> but I also, in turn... I feel like, and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, but I really do feel like I give the people around me as much of that celebratory energy as possible. Yeah, you do. Because, like, even, for example, like, one time, I think it was just something, like, with Frenchie and, like, was going through this job search and whatnot and, like, had this position that, you know, she really wanted and, like, didn't get it, unfortunately, but... 
I still celebrated it because she put a whole bunch of work. Yes, so right. much work. The interview yeah. process. So I said, we celebrating, girl. I'm like, she's like, what? Right. And I was I'm like, like because. It's like, look you, at what you did. You put the work into that shit. Hey, fuck them. But anyway, like, you know, like, it's just the, I will celebrate and I will find a reason. <laughs> Honey, I don't know what it is about me. Mm-hmm. I was not always that way. Let's be very clear. I think I kind of got that way after. I got that way after I lost a job and was super depressed um, and didn't know it at the time. Like, yeah. but it was very like, just, I don't deserve to do anything. Like I have no job. I can't do this. Like, you know, I was very down on myself. And when I had, I just had a conversation with just, I think it was, it was me, Renique, Camille and Brianna. And we all went to Sonoma wine garden. And it was the time where I really was down and um, they took me out and they treated me and they told me you're amazing. And like, you know, they really like put, you know, it in my ear, kind of got my confidence up again. Um, I was emotional that dinner too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just made me feel like learning how to detach from that. My greatest, 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 greatest lesson in life after that was learning to detach my personal life from my career in whatever aspect. Right. My personal career are two separate things. Like mm-hmm. my career and my job and my position at work cannot be what makes me happy. It cannot feed my soul. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. one, and for some reason, I felt like that getting that validation, right, from yeah. higher ups and figures who saw me writing and publishing things, and be like, "Yes, this is amazing. You know, you're doing great work." Like, oh, getting that makes you feel good. Yeah, right. And then whenever you lose it, you're like, "Shit." I ain't shit. I ain't shit. Like, you know, like, and then for learning how to detach my personal and who I am and what I do and what I want to do in life from a job that I may have at the time or even something that I'm making career moves about, mm-hmm. detaching that was very important for me. Mm-hmm. And whenever I learned how to do it, it was up from there. And I just felt like I needed to celebrate everything that I did because granted, like, can't nobody bring me down to where I was, where I was whenever I was there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and there have been, there have been different things in my life that have happened whether it be career, whether it be personal, that really did break my ass. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but those breaks are what helped me realize I really have to celebrate who I am because not who I who I am, what I do, anything that I do, because mm-hmm. I just need to. It makes things funner. Like, even if you fail at something, you'd be like, well, damn, at least I got out today. <laughs> yeah, I may not have done this, 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 but I did do this. Okay? Like, you know, like, cheers to that. Take a shot, you know, buy myself a nice DoorDash. I ain't never, okay, celebrate. <laughs> Okay. I, don't, I, admit, I shouldn't be door dashing, but I'm door dashing because, bitch, guess what just happened, honey? I, I did this today, and I'm so proud of myself. You know, ooh, I didn't go get a smoothie, so let me go ahead and celebrate and get some door dashing. <laughs> it don't make sense. It don't make sense. Point is, I will celebrate myself quite a lot. Um, but mm-hmm. I think it's just because there were times where I wasn't doing it. And I think we even had a conversation about this early like even in our podcast like in, in yeah. our personal being like we don't really celebrate much of like mm-hmm. what we do yeah. like our podcast and even like last week whenever we finished our series I brought some champagne like hey listen right. turn up we're celebrating <laughs> you did. they were like for what and I was like because we finished our series <laughs> like that took work like we had to, oh, yeah, we had to communicate but like those are things like I'm now literally celebrating all I can because what's the point like you know yeah. you have to and it motivates you it motivates you to do it too yeah. so yeah one life yeah exactly um so oh my god we'll I'm, celebrate I'm after loving, this right I'm, just, <laughs> I'm loving this conversation um so i kind of want to ask also like if we 
maybe have any examples of like a time that we reached a goal and we probably didn't um, necessarily feel how we thought that we would feel after it, like maybe feeling unsatisfied or, you know, just not the feeling that we expected. Maybe you didn't acknowledge the accomplishment or maybe you even felt a little disappointed afterward, just anything like that. If we have any um, examples of reaching a goal and maybe not feeling the way that we think we should feel when we accomplish them. Um, I can go first on Mm -hmm. this one. Um, so for me, I will say that like my biggest example for this is, um, is graduating from grad school. Honestly, like that's my big one. Um, it was, I mean, I graduated in the middle of a pandemic, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the middle of lockdown. Mm-hmm. Couldn't even middle, go to graduation, girl. Couldn't even go to graduation. <laughs> like in the middle of a um, accelerated program. Like mm-hmm. I was in, a, I was in an accelerated program. COVID happened literally like two months after my program started. Two three months after my program started, like yep. it was insane. Um. And then, yeah, I i mean, I went through it, I finished it, I graduated, but when it was all over, I don't know, I kind of felt like I was just, like, moving through the motions, like, mm-hmm. I really wasn't there, like, throughout my grad experience, like, I don't even know how I made it out of that place with the degree, baby. I know I fought for it. I fought hard. Like, <laughs> you did. Please don't keep me out of this program. Please. Like, I'm just really struggling. Like, it was really, really hard for me. And, yeah, I just felt like I wasn't there at all. Like, I wasn't really engaged. I wasn't really, like, grasping the material. And... It was COVID. It was lockdown. I mean, you can't meet up with your professors. You can't Mm -hmm. um, talk to your classmates after class. Like, you know, all that was just, like, taken away and stripped from me. And it was just me in my room by myself with my laptop. And so I just, like, yeah, just kind of fell down like a dark hole. And Mm. then when it was time for graduation, I mean, I just did what I thought you were supposed to do. Like, okay, now I'm supposed to throw a party right yeah through a party and you know we had grad balloons and you know little caps and gowns cute little like party things and like the whole time that this party was going on i'm just sitting there thinking like why am i doing this Mm. Mm -hmm. why are we even here why are we even celebrating this like this is really nothing to celebrate you know i just felt like i'm just here like I guess I went to get my master's degree and like, I guess I successfully completed my program and I guess, yes, I am graduating, but it just, I was just so totally removed from it all that Mm. when it came to an end, it just felt like so empty and just like really, 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 really shallow. Yeah. And I hated everything about it. I hated that I even went. I hated that I was graduating. I hated that. I didn't have, um, you know, like a really good grasp of like all the materials that we covered in this accelerated ass program. I was Mm. 
mad that I had to do it through a pandemic, that I had to do it through a lockdown. Like, it just everything that surrounds it is just, like, so negative for me. And yeah, it was not a very nice time. It was yeah. not. It was, it was awful. It was awful. Mm. Mm-mm. Hated it. And yeah, that's that's my big example of like, you know, this is supposed to be a really big achievement and everybody was really, really, really happy for me. But I just felt like I don't know. I just felt like a ghost. Like mm-hmm. it it, just, just it was like so it. surreal to me. Yeah. Like I was just outside of my own body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Um, A time where I felt like maybe I didn't celebrate myself as much. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah, I think whenever you're grinding really hard, it's really hard to celebrate yourself. Um, specifically at a time where I felt like I saw a lot of people doing things and I felt like I wasn't doing much of anything. No, I was doing a lot. No, let me, let me, let me not say that. I wasn't doing what I, what I wasn't solely doing what I wanted to do. Right. I think the time those two and a half, I think, two and a half years that I was working at Starbucks, and I also had another job on the side that really wasn't paying anything, but it was something that I would love to do. So it was mm-hmm. like I was doing both things in tandem. It's pretty hard to celebrate my wins. Like, I got something published. Like, I was able to secure an outlet. Like, I was, I was able to do things and gain experience and meet new people and gain connections. But I also wasn't able to celebrate because I had to go to work. Like, you know, like, there were things right. that I that I just... During that time, I really don't think I had much time to breathe and actually think about what I was doing. I think about it now uh-huh. and be like, what the fuck? Like, that was wild. I was literally driving all the way across town to be somewhere three, four days out the week and, like, not get paid any money, but just do something that I love to do. And, like, driving around town, picking up magazines and going and bringing them back and doing clippings and, like, just a lot of stuff that grunt work, really, especially the music industry and the music PR industry, to be exact. Um, doing whatever I had to do to just get a connection and meet who I needed to meet and make the people who I was working for happy. And I did. Um, and have a good connection with them to this day. But I feel like I didn't celebrate any of it because I just really didn't have the time nor opportunity, nor that I recognized I was doing anything. Yeah. I just thought I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. And now I look back like, damn, you were really working your ass off. You should have been celebrating. Mm-hmm. But also being, I've also learned, and that's so sad, but in the beginning of it all, I really learned, and everybody who's been in any kind of entertainment industry will learn that it's hard to celebrate whenever you constantly get put down about some shit. Like, yeah. you can celebrate one thing, but you got about three or four put-downs coming for you. Like, yep. you celebrating and now one bitch is mad at you because you got something that they didn't get and now they're trying to get you back. Like It's a, it's a, lot, it's a lot of tit for tat in the industry in general. So it's hard to celebrate it because you feel like someone's always coming to knock you down. So it's like, I don't want to get too high because honey knows, like, mm, they right. might feel like I start to feel myself and then I might not get as many opportunities or they may not, they may talk to their friend who's also working at so-and-so, which means that if I want a job there, I need to be cool with them. And it's just a lot of the politics of the industry is very much like you don't, you can't really celebrate yourself yeah. <laughs> until you're like an executive or like a director or something in that next year in, 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 in that nature. I mean, even then you have your moments, but it's hard. So yeah, yeah I think those were times where I felt like I should have been celebrating myself that I just didn't. Cause I partly didn't have the time to, and couldn't focus on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
I don't know. I guess mostly my birthday and I mean, I don't feel like my job is anything to celebrate for me, but you guys know why. Um, Yeah, mostly my birthday. I don't really celebrate my birthday because I'm always like, (laughs) like, I don't feel, I don't feel that I need to be doing too much or I don't, or I don't know what to do or I always just feel all weird on my birthday because there's always something that happens and i'm just like i don't know i guess i just kind of gave up (laughs) i just kind of gave up because i'm just like i'm like there's always fucking something all the time i try to block it out or even if i do like and even when i do it's just like nope because remember last year nope because remember that one time nope 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 Mm. so yeah, I think my biggest one would definitely be my birthday, celebrating my birthday. I don't I don't do it. And if I do do it, it's not on purpose, not really. Um I don't know. I'm trying to tell myself to do better at it, but I really don't fucking know what to do. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um the the last thing that I have here, um last question is We've talked all about goal setting, the little things that get you there and celebrating yourself or not in -hmm. the end of these things, of of these goals. Um, And so my next question is, how can we detach our expectations from our goal setting? Or do you even think that it is possible to detach a certain expectation, at least maybe on the way that... um, that you're feeling or the outcome that you think is going to come at the end of it. Uh, yeah. Mm. Mm. I'll say I, cause you're asking me how, well, okay. Ask one more time. Sorry. Yeah. Um, just like, how do you think that, um, you can detach your expectations or your feelings from, um, your goal setting and, how you're going to feel at the end of accomplishing said goal. I think you just have to not have them. <laughs> mm. um, I think it's possible to have goals and not set an expectation for said goal. Like if my goal is to, I don't know if my goal is to one day make a million dollars, right? I'm not going to be in my head like, a million dollars. Whenever I reach my goal, I'm buying a Ferrari. I'm buying a house. I'm doing like, you know, I'm not going to set an expectation for the amount of money. My goal is just to make a million dollars. Uh-huh. And if I make it, hell yeah. Like, you know, like I'm, I'm going to do something. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to celebrate it, but I'm not going to set an expectation for whenever I make a million dollars. That means I need to be doing buying my house. I need to be doing this. I need to be doing that. Like, I'm not going to set the expectation of what it means to make a million. I'm just going to be like, this is the goal. Yeah. Once we get there. We're going to figure it out. Because life will present you with a set of challenges before you even get there, honey. You never know where you might be in life, but you will not be in the same place that you were when you were not making a million dollars. I can guarantee you that. (laughs) So true. So (laughs) I feel like you just have to really not have an expectation for said goal. Mm -hmm. Like if your expectation for your, if your goal is I want to be on TV one day, if you make it into an extra and you in the back at a law and order, honey, eh, on a TV. Like on you may TV? not have a reading, you may not have a leading role, but you can't set the expectation of, but whenever I'm on TV, I want to make sure I'm, I'm in a leading role. I'm doing this. I'm doing, but just keep it, keep it cute. 
Mm-hmm. Get your extra credit. Boom, I'm on the TV. I set my goal. What's the next one? Boom. Like, but don't have this expectation of now that I'm a, a series regular on my extra, that means that I can start doing this and this and that. No, like kind of just feel out where you are in the moment. Because the moment you start setting expectations for somewhere where you're not at. Right. It's kind of like talking into the wind. Uh-huh. Because you're not there, so you don't know how you're going to feel. So yeah. why are you trying to premeditatively think about, well, I'm going to feel this way. So clearly I must be doing this, 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 and this. And it's also really interesting whenever it comes to imposter syndrome and yeah. seeing mm-hmm. other people. And you see what they doing with the money that they make. They're very candid with you. Like, oh, I make this much. And mm-hmm. whenever I made this, I made sure I bought this new car. Or I did this. You know, everybody had it. So I had to have it. It's like, that's cute for you. And that may be their ministry and what they want to do. But that yeah. doesn't mean that you have to tie it to yourself. Yeah. You can simply just be like, I, I reached the same goal and did not do the same things you did. But I felt so much fuller whenever I did this, this, this. And, um, yeah, I think that getting rid of the imposter syndrome of being like, I see these people doing this, so I should be doing this. Mm-hmm. I see this happen, so I should be. No. Yeah. Like, you cannot set that. And I think it's so interesting because even with this podcast, I'm like, I've had a bit of imposter syndrome. Like, mm-hmm. being like, yeah. I've been doing this. We've all been doing this for five years. Like, mm-hmm. where is this? Where is that? But then after a while, I was like, do you see this? <laughs> like, right. Do you see this? <laughs> You know, we got lights, we got backdrops, new yes. mics. Like, yes. We have no Soundboard. one telling us what to do, how to do it, when to be. And like, yeah, I mean, it's gone. If the evolution from year one okay. to year five. Yeah. There's been an evolution. Yeah, we didn't have this. We didn't have any <laughs> of what you see. And I feel like we didn't know how to really talk on the mics. We didn't mm-hmm. know how to like, we didn't know how to put thing we were just learning as we went yeah mm-hmm. so it was perfect and now what we're now that we're at season five and we have these things it's like you start to see your fruits coming in even with the whole entire tiktok thing like i wasn't expecting us to yeah. get a tiktok and then <laughs> one of the first ones we put up went viral which was random yeah. but it's something mm-hmm. where i didn't set the expectation yeah so it yeah. felt so True. much more rewarding whenever it happened because it wasn't like okay go get on tiktok go viral it was like yeah. I mean, and if y'all were really in those meetings uh, that we were having <laughs> about, which y'all weren't, but if y'all were really in those meetings about like what we were having about being on film and TikTok and yeah. all this, I mean, I think that people can, uh, at least Nika and I can attest to the fact that this woman sitting to the left of us is, <laughs> is really the mastermind behind everything that y'all have been seeing. No, to be honest. Um, <laughs> It's and it's her pushing, and I mean it's not her pushing, but it's her pushing us. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we need to do this. We need, and sometimes it can be a little lax with friends, but friendship basically got in our asses <laughs> ever so kindly. It wasn't rude, but I mean, when you trust the vision of the person, I mean, I trust these these women with my life, like in everything that I do. I go to them for everything, whether it's advice, mm-hmm. whether it's to talk shit. I go to them for everything. So. It should be no question that even if I may not understand it, if I'm even if I may not get it, I know she got me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it just, yeah. Damn, that was good. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Ooh, we might just end it. Like, <laughs> okay, okay. Point is, trust the people who are next to you. Trust yourself first, and trust the folks who are next to you even more and even harder, and you will get to where you need to be. Amen. Boom. Hallelujah. I love that. Wow. Uh, what about you, Nika? What am I supposed to say after that? <laughs> you better say something, girl. <laughs> Can't believe you fixed your mouth to ask me that question. <laughs> um, no. 
How dare you? <laughs> he done shot on me. I don't know. No, just, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> um, separating it. Shit, girl. Am I doing it? I don't think so. Okay, let me. Oh my gosh, I got my. I got I got some words. Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. I don't know. I know for sure. I deal with imposter syndrome a lot with. Um, cause I'm, I feel like I'm constantly comparing myself to other people and trying to see, oh my God, like you should be there. You should be doing this, you should be doing that or this, that, and the third, which is another reason why I think my birthday becomes so overwhelming for me. Cause I'm like, well, shit, that bitch got a crown and she's in a helicopter and <laughs> <laughs> look at me. <laughs> on the block <laughs> with a sparkler in my head oh my god clearly I could be doing better god damn god. that bitch got fireworks on the yacht um mm. yeah I think um I think the <laughs> I'm sorry it was that bitch got fireworks on the yacht and my first thought is then I got pinwheels oh my not pinwheels, pinwheels blowing in the wind woo <laughs> I think the constant intake of social media really fries the brain when it comes uh-huh. to you looking at your life, you looking at other people's lives that are not even their lives half the time, but you forget that because the the mirage is so it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful mm-hmm. and it's up and you're not even thinking about the fact that their life isn't even their fucking life and you fucking forget that shit and that's when that's when the doubt sets in. That's when that devil is on your shoulder, like, yeah, bitch, sit down. And that's when you just start really start asking yourself questions like, why didn't I do this? Or shouldn't I be doing this? Or and stuff like that. So I feel like I feel like leaning into what you have within yourself and what you have within your community will really help you to be like okay like this this is me over here like all that shit online is not even it's Mm -hmm. not even real like let's start there let's start with the fact that it's not real once you get that into your head and keep it there do not forget it you can probably be like okay Mm -hmm. that's not real they gonna do what they're gonna do but i'm gonna do this over here with my homies over here and i'm gonna let that rock i'm gonna let that ride but don't don't take in all of that fake social media bullshit because it's not even their real life. Like they make that shit up. They make that shit up so that they can make it look real so that you can feel how you're feeling when you're looking at it. And you're just like, wow, like I, I want to do that. Like that's their whole point. Their -hmm. whole point is for you to want to do that. So I feel like, I feel like if you go into something as if it were like a blind date or if it were like an escape room that you ain't never fucking been to. And if you go in like that, just just blindly going in it. And I'm not saying you have to completely trust or anything. Just trust yourself. You don't have to trust everything about the situation or whatever, but just trust yourself and trust your decision making and trust the choices that you are going to make and just be like, okay. I'm going to go into this with no expectations and I'm just go and I'm going to do it. And I'm going to just let it rock. And you'll be surprised at how good you feel. Like just going in, going gung ho and just mm-hmm. fucking doing that shit. Cause, 
I don't know. There's a. I feel like there's a couple, when I'm thinking about it now, like thinking to the past of things that I've just jumped into, like the shit that I've jumped into and with no expectations from anyone or anything. Like I've had the most fucking fun because I wasn't thinking about fuck. What if this happens? What if that happens? Because overthinking comes into play too when you're thinking about these things. So yeah, definitely just. Just dive in. Like they say, just dive in. Jump. If you fall, just get back up. It might be fun if you fall. Oh. Mm. Get back up again. Yeah. Okay. You fall, exactly. get back up. Might it might be fun. Maybe it's fun going down. It'll be fun getting back up. Maybe you hurt yourself or something, but hey, you went in with no expectations. You didn't expect shit, so at least you didn't set yourself up for failure before you even mm-hmm. fucking tried. Now exactly. look at you. <laughs> now look at you on your ass. <laughs> but you can laugh about it. Yeah, but you but you're uh, glad about uh, it because you didn't expect this shit. You know, uh, surprise. Uh, <laughs> surprise. Sorry. Yeah, no, I feel like I feel like that could be a good way to think about it. Think of it as like just think of everything as something brand new. Like be like just go into like a toddler mindset where everything is shiny and new and you want to touch everything. Maybe not everything COVID. Um, but you're just, <laughs> you're just you like, you're just like in amazement full of everything. Like I feel like going into something with like a child, like mindset has really helped me with certain things. So I'm just like, okay, whoa, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Oh my God. Like, Oh, this is just amazing. I'm still working on certain things, but I feel like that's a good way to go about it. Just go into it blindly and just be like, okay, I am a four-year-old, and I don't know what the fuck is about to happen, but I'm about to be wild, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Going into it all with the, with the childlike mindset yeah. really help because then it, you go in with amazement. Yeah, like, everything, because really ch- children find everything amazing from a sponge to a cloud that looks like a unicorn like everything is amazing they're just like like a sparkler bitch if i was three years old and i saw a sparkler i'd be like oh my god but of course Mm -hmm. now i know what a sparkler is and i'm just like i was a sparkler fun but you know when you're three you're just like oh my god what is what is that light mom like what yeah I feel like that's a good way to go about it. it Just is. be like, everything's brand new and shiny and wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I would say how to detach. Um, I mean, I I kind of agree. I I agree with both of y'all. Um, I feel like the way to detach is to, yeah, stay off social media because you know comparison is truly the thief of joy and sometimes comparison comes in and you don't even know you're like actually actively doing it Mm -hmm. you could just be passively comparing your life to other folks on social media or maybe even in real life and real proximity to you Mm -hmm. but um yeah just try to not take what you think is happening in their lives or how it is being uh uh projected to you like maybe that's really not 
the full truth or maybe it is the full truth but just know that someone else's truth is not going to be yours Mm -hmm. so you're going to experience things differently you're going to um reach your goal a little bit differently at a different time than other people and you won't always get the same result as someone else um Mm -hmm. and to really take the time to just like celebrate yourself along the way so that you can feel good while you're accomplishing your goals instead of just doing the grind doing the grind doing the grind and then all of a sudden at the end try to celebrate mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because that might be a little overwhelming or it might be something that you might want to just like kind of pass over yeah um because you weren't really you were just focused on like the end goal and now you reached it and so now you might be like okay now on to the next Mm-hmm. instead of taking the approach of like let me celebrate myself along the way so i never forget to say thank you and to give thanks to myself and to my work and you know pat myself on the back along the way rather than just all the way at the end now i'm gonna try to do it do it all the way yeah um because i feel like that can really help you um yeah detach yourself from this feeling that you think you're supposed to have or this outcome that you think you're supposed to have at the end you can just take it day by day step by step celebrate yourself and keep on moving on until you reach your goal um that's what i would say yes yeah bring it together beautiful 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 Beautiful. soft soft voice it's now beautiful right yes i love this conversation this is so good thank you frenchie Mm. Mm, love it (laughs) (laughs) do you feel your soul has been fed who my soul is fed um but thank y'all so much for listening and watching um thank y'all to everyone who came out and listen to our live show last week yes. on AMP. That was so fun talking about Love is Blind with all y'all and all the other crazy stuff we talked about. <laughs> we talked about Beast on some kind of road that we're not going Beast to in Wisconsin. On Bray Bridge. Baby, don't get, you won't <laughs> catch us out there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we had so much fun talking to y'all. Um, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, AMP, right? Um, at TBU Podcast. Send us an email at the Black Umbrella PC at gmail.com. Um, let us know how do you detach yourself from your expectations and your goals? How do you even set your goals? And how do you feel when you complete your goals? Mm-hmm. I want to know it all. Mm-hmm. I want to read it all. We Tell love me everything. To read them. Um, and we love y'all so much. And we'll talk to y'all next week. Happy TBU Thursday. Happy TBU Thursday, y'all. We'll talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.